0: welcome back to the g-truth it has been quite some time since i last published an episode but i'm back um and i'm gonna be consistent throughout now yeah um but let me start things off with nfl free agency and some of the big news that hit uh antonio brown trade and the Uh, OBJ trade, the Odell Beckham trade, from the Giants to the Browns, and for Antonio Brown's case, from the Steelers to the Oakland Raiders. So I'm going to start off with the Antonio Brown trade. So the Oakland Raiders traded Antonio Brown, or traded for Antonio Brown, for a third and fifth round pick. That's incredibly cheap, considering that Amari Cooper was traded uh, from the Raiders to the Dallas Cowboys for a first-round pick. Now, I'm pretty sure the reason why the Steelers only got a third and fifth-round pick back rather than maybe a second or a first, because I I was expecting a late first-round pick more than anything else, not this level of lateness in third-round and fifth-round. But... A lot of that has to do with uh, the drama around Antonio Brown where teams probably didn't like the attitude that that he was bringing to the table. The the Bills had uh, an offer earlier this week but they opted out because Antonio Brown came out and said, hey, I'm not playing for you guys. And so they're like, well we're not going to deal with that. We're not going to give up key pieces for that. So we're going to move on. And a lot of teams... Did the same thing. They dropped out of the Antonio Brown sweepstakes just so that just because of his attitude and his antics and all that stuff. However, Antonio Brown the Raiders profited and and are going to benefit so much from this trade. And for the Steelers, I mean, it it could be good, maybe, maybe I don't know. And for the Steelers, we just have to wait and see because I don't think it's going to be that great for them. But for Antonio Brown, he went from getting $0 guaranteed on his contract with the Steelers to inking a new contract with the Oakland Raiders that would guarantee him $30 million. Now, for him, I don't care what his antics are what his attitude is, that is a win. In his book, that is a win. He secured the bag on that one, and that's great for him. That's what he wanted. He, he wanted to go to a destination that he would like and that would give him the contract, whether it was the Steelers sign and trade him or they just trade him and he goes to that team and signs a new deal. And that was the case in the situation. Now, for the Raiders' side of things, this benefits them tremendously because not only are you getting Antonio Brown, who, let's be honest, is the best wide receiver in football right now, but they picked up Trenton Brown on the on the offensive line and Tyrell Williams from the Chargers, who, who's a spectacular wide receiver, will not take away from the shine of Antonio Brown, but has that... Uh, I can go up and get the ball mentality and ability. There's this one play uh, in this past season where Philip Rivers just chucked the ball like 60 yards out to Tyrell Williams against the Browns and he just caught it over like three dudes. He has that ability and he will not take away from the superstar diva that is Antonio Brown. Just like he didn't take away from the superstar, not so much diva, just superstar of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the Chargers. But in the process, the Raiders did end up trading away Asmeli to the uh, who who is an offensive lineman, um, to the New York Jets for a fifth round pick. So they're stocking off on, on, on picks, which I guess is good for their future. But you're getting an offensive lineman piece and you're losing one. But I think overall, the Raiders are making moves to stack their offense. Especially for the sake of Derek Carr, who I believe is a more than capable, more than capable quarterback. Just went through a tough time the season getting accustomed to John Gruden and his attitude, his behavior, his coaching style, I'm pretty sure. And... I, I I think that he's a pretty good quarterback, but he's just had some struggles. But I think that with these weapons especially, where he can kind of just throw it up and say, Go get it he, he's, he's gonna be fine. Now, will this change anything in the long term that the Raiders go to the, th- the playoffs, uh, get into wild card, beat out the Chargers or the Chiefs for the for the uh for the division title? No. It's not happening, not at least this season. It's not gonna happen. I don't see them making the playoffs. I see them marginally improving from last season, but I think overall it does help them because especially since they're going to Las Vegas, you need that star that star will that that will bring in uh fans. In Las Vegas, you're you're not you're not gonna get consistent fans, you're gonna get fans that wanna be entertained. And with Antonio Brown and Tyrell Williams, you will get just that. Entertainment. It might it might not be wins, but it's gonna be entertainment, and so I think for those reasons, I think it was good for the Raiders. Now for the Steelers. It wasn't a great trade. I mean, they only got a third and fifth round back, fifth round pick back. But I think it was a necessary trade. They got rid of some toxic chemistry in the locker room by by uh, losing by by like uh, losing out on Le'Veon Bell, letting him go, and trading Antonio Brown. Where now you have a locker room that is now focused on the team. Focused on getting to the playoffs as a team rather than pursuing their own individual goals and, and and pursuing your own individual goals in terms of money and football i I completely understand it's a full contact sport you're getting beat up, there's tons of head trauma and all that stuff and and you want to make sure that you get all the money that you can possible so you, so you can leave the game early maybe. So that's that you don't have to deal with all the side effects that are possible. So I understand that. But I believe that the Steelers got rid of some toxic chemistry within the locker room. Especially with Antonio Brown blame, blaming uh, Van Roethlisberger. Or calling him out for his lack of leadership. And putting the blame on others. Which I agree with. I, I totally agree with that. But again... It's, people calling each other out within the locker room, which is not great for chemistry. But overall, the Steelers did take a hit, and that's pretty much obvious to everyone. They lost uh, They lost Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Now they got Juju Smith-Schuster. He has not been fully uh, classified as a number one wide receiver yet, so we'll have to see how that looks going into this season, because a lot of people think that He only did that well because Antonio Brown was on that team, and Antonio Brown was double-teamed on every single play, allowing Juju Smith-Schuster to go one-on-one. He's great, but he is no Antonio Brown. Now, if he can somehow prove himself this season, that would be spectacular. That would be amazing. I love Juju Smith-Schuster, but I just don't see it happening. Same with James Conner. I love him. Tremendous player. He has a heck of a football story. Go ahead, read it. It's tremendous. Him fighting cancer to go and play in the NFL. It's crazy. It's amazing. But he's no Le'Veon Bell when it comes to the football field. He's he's no Le'Veon Bell. Can this team probably go to the playoffs? Yeah, for sure but they definitely took a hit on the offensive side. And their defense has not been known to be great. And even and even with the addition of Steven Nelson, it's not going to change the defense. The defense is not great. And the offense definitely took a hit, especially with Ben Roethlisberger aging and becoming, and becoming less and less accurate with his throws. So I think that the clear winners of this trade are the Raiders and Antonio Brown. And the clear loser in this, in the end... In the long term. Well, not probably in the long term, but for now. We'll see how it looks in the, in the future. But I think for now, it's the, the, the loser is the Steelers in this trade. Now on to the next trade. The Browns got Odell Beckham Jr. from the Giants for Jabril Peppers. The number 17 pick, so first round pick. And... A third-round pick, I believe. Third-round pick, yeah. Now, first of all, I'm going to start off by saying that this is a great trade for the Browns. And for the Giants, I really have no idea what they're doing with that whole franchise. It is a disaster. First of all, why would you trade Odell Beckham Jr.? He's a phenomenal wide receiver. It makes absolutely no sense. Unless something internally, inside the Organization was going wrong with Odell. It makes absolutely, absolutely no sense to trade him away. And you look at what you got in, in return. Jabril Peppers is great. You got you got a number one, uh, uh, first round pick, and you got a third round pick. That's better than the uh, Antonio Brown trade. And and you get all that cap space out of off your books, all that cap hit off your books. But let's be honest. Is your Bill Peppers going fill the stadium up? Heck no. Oil Beckham? Yes. Oh, heck yeah. Now you put Saquon Barkley at risk because you have a terrible offensive line. The defense is horrible as well after you treated Olivier uh, Vernon for Kevin Zeitler. And you don't have a quarterback. Eli Manning... He is he has been great for that whole franchise, beating the Patriots in the in the Super Bowl twice. But let's be honest, the guy's not the same. He's not that Eli Manning. He's at the end of his career. Which is why this trade makes no sense to me. Because, what is their plan for the draft then? They should draft a quarterback to replace Eli Manning. That quarterback will probably be Dwayne Haskins. And if that's the case, why don't you keep Odell Beckham Jr. so that you have a talented wide receiver to help bring up the confidence of that young guy, of the rookie, of a rookie quarterback? I really have no idea what the Giants are doing. If, if they're trying to build up the defense, good luck with that. You you just walked out on Landon Collins, and you, you lost Olivier Vernon, a great pass rusher, a great safety, and you lost a great offensive weapon. If they don't get this quarterback situation handled... Saquon Barkley will be injured. He will get injured. Because defenses will just stack the box and just come after him. Because there's no way that they're going to sag off with Eli Manning throw the ball, throwing the ball. They're pressing everyone on that play. 100%, 100% of the time, they're, they're going to be right in Eli Manning's face if they don't draft a quarterback. And, he, and even if they do draft a quarterback, they're going to be pressing the whole time. Because... Who else do they have at wide receiver? (laughs) Victor Cruz. (laughs) They got no one. Saquon Barkley is their only hope. And I'm pretty sure he's looking at it and he's like, I'm I'm not so sure. Now, I'm going to try to forget about that whole giant situation. Because guess what? It's a giant problem. I mean, I don't even want to think about it. It is a complete mess. Oh, all right. Now for the Browns. The so Cleveland Browns. This is amazing. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I hopped onto the Cleveland Brown bandwagon. Well, I mean, I'm still a Chargers fan. But I hopped onto their bandwagon two years ago. The The year they went 0-16. Because I had a feeling that they would get Baker Mayfield... Number one. And I love Baker Mayfield. And I believe that he would go number one. Not because the Browns would make a mistake, but because I I felt that the Browns would finally get the right draft pick. They would finally make the right pick. Finally get the right QB. And guess what? I've been right. He broke the rookie touchdown, uh, passing touchdown record previously held by Panda Manning, in less games. I mean, he's not afraid. He He's willing to throw the ball deep. It might, it might not be the most accurate ball deep, but he's willing to throw deep. And with a wide receiver like Odell Beckham, paired up with Jarvis Landry now? Whoa! That is dangerous. Whew! Now, now the one thing that this does against... The Cleveland Browns is it hurts their cap face and and it hurts like how much money that to pay the players, but I mean, you're gonna go back to the playoffs guaranteed, barring major injury to a court to to Baker Mayfield or any of the wide receivers, barring major injury, they're going to the playoffs. They have a crazy offense, Baker Mayfield at the court at quarterback, um, Nick Chubb. And uh, Kareem Hunt at running back. Uh, Otto Beckham Jr. And uh, Jarvis Landry at the wide receiver. And their tight end uh, is David Njoku. Dang, that that offensive is stacked. And their defense isn't too shabby either. On paper, Olivier Vernon, Miles Garrett. And, and that's just naming a few. They, they, they got a super nice rookie from last, from last year, Denzel Ward, who is, who is one of the best defensive rookies. He didn't win defensive rookie of the year, but he was definitely in the running. They look great. They got Jamie Collins as well on the defensive side of things. They are going to be a team to be reckoned with their their odds spiked all like tremendously to to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I I don't think that they're going to do it this year, but I think the odds definitely go up and I mean, I think for sure that they're going to win and uh, not win uh the their the, their division title, but I think that they definitely have a good shot at winning it. And then, and I think that they're definitely going to the playoffs barring major injury. Now here's my case for why they will win the division title in the AFC North. The uh, the Ravens lost tons of key pieces on defense. Yeah, they picked up a nice a a nice player along the way, but they lost a whole lot of ones that already had the chemistry together. They lost Eric Weddle and Terrell Suggs. Whew. They're probably gonna lose CJ Mosley. That that's a lot of chemistry right there. That was built up for years. All gone. All gone. And so so I so I think the Ravens are gonna receive it on defense. And their defense carried that offense. Their offense is not great, even with Lamar Jackson. They're doing it on on the ground and through there. That defense carried him. I- I'm going to be completely honest. That defense carried him. Now, can he still be great? Yeah, for sure. But will it be better than the Cleveland Browns? No. The Bengals are complete dumpster fire. I have no idea what they're doing. I don't think anyone really has an idea what the Bengals are doing. Are they rebuilding? Or are they trying to compete? We have no idea because they don't make anything public. And in this case... It is bad. In other cases, it could be good, like the Patriots. But in this case, it is horrible because their fans and myself have no idea what what's going on with that franchise. And then, like I mentioned before, the Steelers lost two key offensive weapons, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. And their defense has always been kind of suspect. Hasn't been great. And they still got talented players, but, I mean, Juju is not... And Antonio Brown at all. James Conner is not a Labian Bell at all. Now, they have tremendous depth, but that does not... Usually, in most cases, it does not overcome that star, that, that star ability. So I think that the clear winner in this is the Cleveland Browns. As well as Odell Beckham Jr. Because he's still getting that money. And he's getting paired up with his best friend Jarvis Landry. And he finally has a quarterback that can actually throw to him. Unlike Eli Manning. And he actually will go to the playoffs. And I doubt that he will perform in the playoffs like he did last time around against the Green Bay Packers. Because now he's got a quarterback that's willing to throw to him. In dangerous areas willing to toss it up, let him make plays deep down the field, as Baker has proved numerous times throughout this past season in his rookie year, that he's willing to just throw it up. And he's got Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr., great deep, great deep threats, great catchers of the football, and they've got a tremendous run game. I mean, the the, the only problem that it comes down to is, will, will the coaching work? will the new uh coaching assignments work out? That's literally the only problem or not not even problem just question mark yeah i I'm gonna say that just a question mark on the whole thing that's it just just a question mark on the whole coaching thing and I doubt it's going to be a big deal this team will make a will make the playoffs and I believe. It has a tremendous shot at winning at winning the division title. And who knows? They might get a first round bye. I doubt it, but who You never know. You never know, and especially with Baker Mayfield. Ooh. I'm telling you, Cleveland. This trade is going to change that whole franchise. This paired with Baker Mayfield being drafted, is going to change the whole franchise. Consistent playoff threat and contenders. That that's going to be, that's going to be the case. Whereas for the Giants, they're just a completely different story. Nothing's going to go. Nothing has gone right for New York so far. With the Giants trading away their best player and with the Knicks trading away Chris Pauls Porzingis to so the Mavericks, nothing has gone right for them. So, hmm. yeah, let's just chalk this up to a Giant L for for the Giants. uh, Because I have no idea what's going to happen for them. And they will do absolutely nothing with that uh, first round pick. Because let's be honest, no matter who they get at that first round pick, it will most likely not pan out to be greater than Odell Beckham Jr. It will most likely not. Anyways, that has been the G-Truth. Thank you for listening. And it's G-Truth out.